This is a shock podcast. Shock. Welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is Mi Fong, your host. This is a channel for inclusive conversations to navigate and work around your world of work. In the next few episodes, I have some HR professionals to join me in the studio. Let's find out more. Welcome to Workaround Podcast. This is Mi Fong, your host. So in this new episode, we are going to talk about something new to us in this region. It's called corporate athlete. The term of corporate athlete is pretty new in Malaysia. What do you think it means to be corporate athlete? Who are they? What qualities do the corporate athlete need to have? In this episode, we're exploring why is it so important to the organizations? What is missing in our current support system? And I am so honored to have Alex Tan to my show. Welcome, Alex. Thank you so much, Mi Fong. So how long. have you been? How have you been? I have been very good. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And congrats on the reason award. Uh, leader what? of the Lead- year. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and also best uh, training and facilitation skills goal award. What makes you decided to come to my show today? <laughs> Number one is because you <laughs> asked me so nicely. Because I asked you to do that. <laughs> Force my arm. No, no. Mm-hmm. Jokes aside, I think what you're trying to do with this podcast is just amazing. So congratulations. Congratulations to you, Mifong. I think it's absolutely important that nowadays people learn in very, very different medium. You know, it used to be people read book. Now people like to hear real life practical stories. Mm. So when you ask me and you actually said, you know, just sharing stories, mm, right, about mm. this topic, I thought, yeah, you know, that's mm. something that I would really like to do. Mm. But mm. why you decide to go for this topic? I think it's also because you inspired me, huh? right? I really? asked you. I think I asked you, who is this for? What is this uh-uh. for? And I think we were talking a little bit about how organization and people working so hard, mm. they need certain support, right, to be mm. better. Otherwise, you know, why do this podcast? Mm. And I have been a big advocate for this topic, corporate athlete, mm. also because of my background story, which mm. I think we will mm. talk about mm. it a mm. bit later. Mm. I think it will benefit people to have different framework, mm. different perspectives. Sure, sure. So we definitely will discuss more. Now, I just done some research, especially in the Harvard Business School. They conducted a very interesting kind of study, whether we could train the high-level executive as a corporate athlete. Apparently, the answer is yes. And also, they talk about how to reward this corporate athlete as well. But when I look at it, it's all monetary. Reward, <laughs> la, bonus, la, increment, share option, etc. But it's monetary. Reward is the only thing to compensate them. So, let's discuss, right? Now, first of all, tell me and tell the audience, what is this corporate athlete? Okay, I would like to make it simple for everybody. What is corporate athlete? I want first everybody to think about an athlete. Right. What first comes to your mind? An athlete is somebody who's very competitive. He go for competition, and performance is their middle name, right mm. or not? Every mm. time nobody go to a competition, uh, like easy going, mm. like tidak apa. I'm fact, here to memeriahkan masa. Ah, uh, memeriahkan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all the athletes, mm. if they are training, if they are performing, and they enter a competition, is because they want to win. They want to be the best that they can be. So when you combine the two words together, Corporate athlete is talking about performance culture. Mm. It's talking about people who are not professional athletes, but they are professional corporate people who is thinking and performing like an athlete. 
Mm, yep. And just talk about why I would like to have this topic is because, uh, first of all, performance culture is everywhere. Lah, you know, the yeah. organizations that I've been working with, performance is number one, no other <laughs> things, right? But I also personally see a lot of top performance people now. Why? Every time there's a new project, every time there's a new initiative, Mr. A, the top performer, yes, he's the one. And Miss B, she's the one. Mm. Every time we come to this. But the managers, the company never thought of Miss A and Miss B need rest as well, need support yeah. system as well. Yes, definitely, they will do it. They will do it well. But what kind of support to what extent we provide to them, right? And to what extent they are willing to take that. Probably they're willing to do that because, you know, I'm expected to do it, right? But have you ever thought of considering other factors in supporting them? But what happened? I personally seen a lot of top performers left the organization yeah. because they cannot take it, uh, stress, burnout is the only the, mm. the key reasons. Lah. Mm. And then not happy. And then some of them even left without a job. Mm. They just want to take a career break. Yeah. Right. So that's why I thought it's good that for us to bring this topic to the audience today. Mm. And I'm glad to have you that you've been uh, very experienced in conducting this kind of a coaching and a training to the corporate world. So I have one question for you here, right? Mm. The first question is that to what extent people think that Kiasu and Kiasi <laughs> mentality is part of the element of corporate? Yeah. Are they equal? To corporate athlete I think for the people Who are not performing Who don't know how to perform Or not manage to perform You will see performers As kiasu and kiasi Because They're just being very human about it Bila you tak pandai You think orang pandai You rasa Alah dia mengada-ngada lah okay. Like showing mm. off mm. right Why does it have to be Number one all the time mm. You know I want to enjoy life I don't have to be number one But sometimes It's because you don't know How to be them if you ask me, the people who are top performing, they are not top performing, it's about the orang kiasu. Mm. Nobody wake up, I want to be kiasu. Mm, mm. Everybody go to work, they want to do a good job. But you are very right, Mifong. As a manager, if you have an important project, would you choose your top performing horse or your worst performing horse? If it's a KPI that's very important, of course lah, you choose the best one. Mm. Tapi, the big problem is you don't know how to manage. You just give. So I introduce a very important word. And the word is called performance well-being. Performance well-being. Yes. That's a new word to me. Yes, but why? Majority of people talk about performance. Tapi tak balance. If you're just performing only. But performance well-being also talk about when you're performing, you're taking care of the well-being of the person mm. who's performing for you. Mm. Because if you don't do that How do you last? Mm. Consistency yes. Persistency is the key Yes Top performing athlete Corporate athlete Need their rest day as well That's why I always thought like Okay all these top performers <laughs> right What is in their mindset right Yes I can do it I want to do it I must do it Or because my managers expect me to do it Therefore I have to do it But at least they deliver They achieve mm. But the pain The sweat the tears, the blood mm. that they yeah. have they gone through, nobody knows. <laughs> but, I yeah. mean, do managers know yeah. about this? I, I think there are many different, what we call archetype, uh, many profile of top performing athletes. There are few. Some of the research has shown, right, there are performers that is doing it for survival because they have a bigger purpose to fight for. For example, you need to put food on the table. You're fighting for your family. Mm. You come from humble beginnings. So we use the term hustle. 
the hustle culture. So these guys, uh, they are hustling, they are working hard because you have managers that say, you don't want this job. Ah. Mm. Got another thousand people waiting. Mm, mm, mm. If you don't mind me quoting, Jack Ma used to talk about 996. Yeah. Then tell me about right? it. Right. And he says, you don't want the job. I got mm. another thousand Mm-mm. people behind there. Queuing up. Queuing up. Yep. So either you're the best, you give your best, or sorry lah, mm. I give to the next person. Mm. So you have people like that who don't have a choice. Mm. But there are also another group of people who are top performing because they're simply damn good at it. Mm. Mm. It comes to them second nature. And psychology is like this. Uh. When you do something well, and you get recognized for doing something well, mm-hmm. you get inspired, right? Yep. Definitely. You get motivated, right? Motivated. Because wow, everybody compliment yes. you and then yep. you know your salary, your bonus. Lifestyle. Lifestyle, <laughs> right? And then you get addicted. You are right. And I want more. I want more. I need to maintain. Yes. And that is when the kiasunas come in. Mm. The mm. danger is it's like drugs. Mm. Once you kenaskali, mm. do you know when to stop? Mm. If you don't know when to stop, you just crave for it and more and more and more and you stop at nothing. Mm. I think we talk about that, right? Some people stop at nothing to be top performing. But my question is, how long can you last? Mm. I think how long can you last is one thing and also the consistency and persistence to yeah. tell you, right? So just now you talk about this uh, performance well-being and um, people know you. You have your own <laughs> health history. Yep. This Alex, right? When I got to know you, I never see you stop. No, never slow down. And even <laughs> when I look at yeah, how you manage your business in social media and everything, right? It's like, wow, this guy is everywhere. <laughs> you you are in business, you're in event, you're in conference. And then after that, back to the corporate training again. And then I think for certain months in a year, you travel out of yeah. country to do your charity work yeah. as well. I remember I tumpang you once. I don't know which, <laughs> yes, country, yes. which country it is. So yeah. tell us more about you know your health history and how do you live your life compared to the past before your surgery. Yeah. And and how did that affect your work performance? As long as I remember, you <laughs> have been a top performer. Yeah. Maybe I put in the context. Uh, um, Mifong, I think we come from a culture where if you want to survive, you want to be on top. Mm. Right? I think I think that is a recipe that I don't know our parents or colleagues or senior mm. passed down to us because we used to be in a more consulting environment. Mm. Right? And it's very performance-based. Until today, I've seen a lot of organizations, their probation is three months. If you don't deliver in these three months, you're out sorry. the door. Yeah, mm. sorry. Actually, don't even say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you're hired, it's the rule of the game. It's the right? rule of the game. Yeah. So you better be performing from day one. Yeah. Day one is super stressful, mm. right? I used to have that mentality. I think that's the background. And of course, my personality, I'm on the go. I'm high energy. Um, I do multiple things and used to you know, boast about, wow, multitasking can do so many things yeah, very crazy. proudly. Back then, didn't think it was crazy. Right? On hindsight, yeah. it's super crazy. So anybody listening, if you think you're multitasking and you're boasting, uh, take a deep breath. I'm going to yeah. tell you a story. Okay. So the story is I'm a proud brain tumor survivor. Mm. And I have been a proud survivor for the past eight years so those that who are medically inclined i have a pituitary macro adenoma the macro represent a big tumor it was so big that it was pressing against my optical nerve so much so i went blind it was about two months of my life but the scary part is it's not like you close your eyes and then black the scary part is 
every day for two months when it became aggressive i was losing my eyesight day by day i always tell people i'm very blessed i share this openly that uh, the surgery was successful but i have a trade-off my trade-off is i no longer have my pituitary gland which is the gland that control our hormones now i reverse back i i take two steps back when it happened i was in my mid 30s and it was at the height of my crazy top performing I just wanted to say that you're right. crazy fighting for my career trying to make a name for myself you name it at mm. mid 30s i was at my peak you know mm. talk about peak performance mm. i thought i was at my peak and then thank you very much life will give you lesson that you need to learn at the mid of my 30s everything was going well my daughter back then was four years old happy family mm. you know everybody is happy have a good lifestyle boom you get a tumor so it's a point in my life where you have to take a stock check to your life but coming back to that i think what is important is that life gave me this lesson i needed to go blind to see clearly again now what is seeing clearly again taking a stock check on what is important in your life i'm making better choices mifong mm. i don't have that philosophy i work very hard but i also work very smart and strategically and that comes back to corporate athlete mm. you see no athletes in the world go into a race just run or work very hard or play very hard there's no such thing no mm. coach in the world will say ah just go play very hard lah mm. It is very smart, right? You're very tactical. You condition your body and your mind so that when the day comes, you give it your best. Mm-hmm. So at work is the same. If every day you're going in and giving everything every day, something is wrong somewhere. You are right. You there's no pause. There's no comma. There's no stop at all. Mm. Right? Yeah, just like car, we also need maintenance as <laughs> yes, well, right? Yes. Sometimes we have ups, sometimes we have downs. Mm-mm. Sometimes we really messed up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get, if I can be very raw about it, we may even get retrenched. Mm. But I think the fighting spirit in the corporate athlete is never give up because one failure does not define you. Definitely, definitely. There's always up and down in our life, yes. in our corporate life as well, right? And yeah. as a corporate athlete, a top performing athlete knows that you don't mm. win go at every event. Mm. Like, come on, mm, 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 mm. my God, such person one. There's no such person. You yep. know, my idol, Dato Lee Chong Wei, he's the number one in the world for many weeks, mm. but he did not win go mm. every single tournament. Let's You're be clear right. with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody is that good, mm. right? And in fact, I hear top athletes also learn, also learn when to say no strategically. When to say no strategically? Yeah, that's what I learned post surgery. So, have you ever slowed down? Learning to say no strategically is that equal to slowing down? I think I'm more compartmentalized mm. in my going fast. Last time, you can say 365. Your average speed every day is fast. Oh my goodness, that's insane! Hundred and twenty kilometers, hundred and forty kilometers average, right? Mm. Per day, you're talking mm. about per day average. Boom, 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 mm. right? Post surgery, I think I have my season. I learn to perform like a corporate athlete. Mm. I train and I perform seasonally. Now, what do I mean by that? Meaning, I learn to have pauses. So maybe two months, three months, or half a year. 
I will be that high performing speed. Yep. But there are intervals where I learn to slow down and it's by choice. Okay, yep. It's mm-hmm. by choice. So when I say I take a break, I take a break. So how do I take break? Um, I now consider myself a multi-sports uh, athlete. Mm. So... Uh, very proud. I am a triathlete. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is another crazy one. How did yeah. you manage your life? So, so uh, that's why I ask you: Have you ever slowed down? I slow down. Right. I slow down. Yeah. So I I make better choices. So let me explain, <laughs> right? Although I'm a triathlete, I don't participate in all the race yeah. in a year. All right. For example, last year I participated in two triathlons. Only. Only. <laughs> so I have training <laughs> season. So my training season about two to three months. I train mm. and. And when I train, I don't go insane mode. I pace myself. So like one day, I want to train one hour or two hour. I pace myself because we always say, right? Sikit-sikit, lama-lama jadi bukit, betul tak? Kan? Even if you're training every day, very hard. There's no point one. There's really no point. I'd rather have trained like run 5km every day consistently mm-hmm. rather than running 20km, ah. you know, every week. So slow is fast, less is more. Yeah. And I slow down, so there are points where I do things that I like, not that I have to do. Now, I need to pause you here. Maybe it's kind of a a judgment, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. You are on your own. Mm. You are the business owner. Mm. How about those corporate athletes that in the corporate world today, they are salaried workers? Kita makan gaji je kan? So takkan we are so flexible in like saying no to boss and plan your this. So how would you like to relate that to our really, really real corporate athlete in the corporate world? Very good. I, mm. I think that's a very, very practical question, Mifong. Um, my perspective is if you're a top performing athlete, if you consider yourself a top performing athlete or you want to be a top performing athlete, how do you know you're a top performing athlete? Nah? I give you one clue. Your clue is uh, you got bargaining chips on. You can bargain on. Why? Mm. If you're not a top performing athlete, sorry, you've got no bargaining chips. You have to do that. 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 But you got no choice. Mm. If you're a top performing athlete, now the clue is because your boss would also see that you're a top performing athlete, Mm. your boss would also want you to be top performing. So you have to learn to do this. Truth. Telling mm. and be better at negotiation. You have to learn to say, boss, you want me to continue do this for you, right? Mm. You have to give me some chance, give me some break where you help me pace. Mm. But let's role play here. It, this is a new initiative given to our department. The target timeline is end of this year. Mm. And it's also your boss KPI. Yep. I think it's very important how to convince your boss, I will do this, but give me this time. And I will deliver to you. Instead of like, you say lah, say no, but strategically, instead of like, oh no, I don't think I can make it. Yeah. Then how your boss will think about you that, oh, your top performance that jadi arrogant sekarang, eh? you know how to <laughs> say no to me already, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about real corporate culture, right? I think there's many rooms that you can be very smart. You have to fight for certain things that can make it easier for you to be top performing. There's a few methods that I think people don't have the courage. I use the word mm. courage. Tak berani, eh? mm. nak berunding, nak tanya, nak minta, nak demand, right? Is number one, can you negotiate better time management? Okay, right? Time not, management? Not everything I wanted yesterday. Bosses, mm. if you're listening to this, stop saying I need this yesterday. You're not helping anybody when you say that. 
Okay, if you say I need it yesterday, then you're a horrible boss. Why didn't you tell me yesterday? Why you tell me today? <laughs> I can say that to I you. I got it well. today. Yeah, I got it. Then don't say you need it yesterday, right? You can say I need it today. Don't say you need it yesterday, right? Number two, yeah. if you want to save your team member, which is a top performing member, can you use budget and give him or her better resources? Mm, okay, support. Okay, support. Mm. Very important support system. Learn to be a good leader. And say, okay, I need you to perform. What support do you need? Mm. Not just go do it. This is how the corporate athlete should negotiate. Yes, negotiate. Yeah. You're not saying I don't want to do boss, mm, mm. but boss, give me support. Give me better resources mm. so that I can be smarter with how I use my time. Mm. Because if I need to, for example, ah, sometimes we get pulled into doing very trivial things, lah. Benda-benda yang remeh, mm. benda yang remeh tapi ambil banyak masa. Mm. Right, those are the killers, right or not? Mm. That you have to do, but you take damn a lot of time. Might as well, yeah, you know, stress la, mm-hmm. and then you know have to be very detail oriented. So learn to see the bigger picture, right? Are there certain things that you can delegate to other people? Mm. Not to say you don't want to do, but you become a supervisor, yep. you become a checker, whatever, right? Mm. You cannot totally let go. You know that's not the point. You are still checking, but the foundation of it. I mean, if you want to talk about the future of it, um, I highly encourage every leader and bosses to ask your team to say use ChatGPT first. Mm-hmm. Do a foundational check, but you cannot treat ChatGPT as a final outcome. Definitely not. I think that's I don't a no. Agree with that. yeah. yeah, I think that's horrible. Like, you know, you yeah. just copy and paste Correct. everything. They're Correct. just being silly, yeah. right? I think a good smart boss would be ask people to do your background work. And then you come in to do the checking or to improvise or to customize. Yeah, that's also indirectly and directly groom your own leadership skills as well. Right? Yeah. So this is exactly what I wanted to ask you, right, Alex? Like, what skills needed for the professional greatness? So just now we talk about negotiate. Talk about delegation here. Mm. Um, what else? Because when I ask this question, I never thought like soft side, which is negotiate. Yeah, now I realize that oh my goodness, this is so important in order to say no strategically, right? Instead yeah. of like, okay, I'll do it or I don't do it. That's it. That's the EQ part is so important. Yes, I think one of the big thing about corporate athlete, especially to all the performers out there, you need to listen to this. Remember, performance well-being is about you learning to pace yourself and making better decision for yourself for the greater good. You need to ask questions like, "Is this beneficial to me in the long run? Mm. Can I handle this much in the long run?" Stop. Take a deep breath mm. and pause, and make better choices. Learn to say no strategically. Meaning, there are battles that we can win. Mm. There are battles that we cannot win, lah. Just let it go. Let yeah, it go, lah. It's la. okay, right? Yeah, la. Yeah. At least you know you lose the battle. Come back, you know, Precisely. fight for the wall, lah. So you know, while well, we are describing these sentences, right? So it's like someone is holding, <laughs> holding something, like wow, struggling, right? That oh, I cannot let go. Learn. That's a skill. It's a skill. <laughs> it's a competency. Now, I- if you want to talk about actual competency, what else does it take to be a top performing <clears throat> corporate athlete? Oprah Winfrey said this, and a lot of top performing CEOs say this. It's actually mindfulness practice. And some form of meditation. Yeah. Okay, now I use these two terms because it's popular, easy to understand, mm-mm, lah. Mm-mm. But at the end of the day, is cultivating your mind. I keep it simple. Mm. Uh, kalau kita pandai tiada hari mandi sebab badan kita kotor. Bila minda kita kotor, apa yang kita buat? Itulah kan. 
Ah, what yeah. do you do, right? How come people never do? think about it, right? When you are overloaded every day with stress, let's keep it simple and use the word stress. Tapi hari memang ada stress. Memang stress. What do you do? I listen to the music. You listen <laughs> to the music. Very good. At least you listen to music, right? Yeah. Now what, what do other people do? What other people do? You come back. You add more stress, lah. Your children homework. Oh, you need to do. Yeah. You lagi know, stress. Lagi stress. Then you marah anak you. You stress. Anak you lagi stress. Yeah. Semua orang stress. And mm. then by the time you go to bed, you complain to your spouse. Alah, you think all <laughs> anak you nak cakap berapa kali tak buat kerja rumah. Stress on top of stress. And then you stress everybody. You hey, go to sleep. You dream of the yeah. Yeah, you think okay. our work tengah malam banyak mimpi-mimpi <laughs> lagi stress lagi stress and then next morning wake up start the new day do the same thing all yeah. over again yeah yeah that's a competency right it's a go. competency you know mindfulness practice if you like uh, people like uh, Robin Sharma he mm. always say the 5am the 5am are you are you a 5am club member I used to be mm. I used to be now because of my lifestyle I've changed where I clock in about 7 hours of mm. sleep per day Mm. So therefore, I don't subscribe to 5am anymore. I see, uh, I when see. I train, I'm a 5am member. Oh, wow. uh, my triathlon season. Mm. So yes, guys, that's what it takes. Yeah, but you know, I'm a 5am club member. Yeah. You know what? I wake up at 5 o'clock to prepare my kids <laughs> to school. Exactly. <laughs> a, lot yes, of, a, a lot of parents <laughs> will resonate with you. Though now, like, kind of, they are growing up. So 5.30, la, I'm a 5.30am club member. I, <laughs> I will say, use that time when you wake up to normalize your thoughts not start jumping into work mm. take pauses listen to music 10 minutes not, no, you don't have to do a lot right mm. learn mindfulness practice just be in the moment yes moment of silence before the craziness <laughs> begins You're right. Before You're the right. crazy, oh. you know, there's also another book um, called Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. Right? Miracle Morning talk about you do mindfulness practice, you do some form of exercise, up to you. It could mm-hmm. be yoga, mm-hmm. it could be light walk, it could be jogging, it could be uh, prayers are very important, mm-hmm. making aspiration. Yes. And these are all to start the day. Even journaling. Journaling. So I think that's also relate to, you know, this uh, four pillar of high performance, mm-hmm. they always started with physical, yeah. fit. Lepas tu, uh, mental energy, uh, emotional energy, mm. and spiritual. Very important. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you you highlight this key component in our life. A lot of people just think that as long as we invest into our career, that is good enough. Mm. In fact, I am absolutely certain that's not good enough. If you think you just whoa, 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 get a lot of money and then go for holiday, there are a lot of things that because we don't take care of ourselves mentally and physically, mm. we may not be able to do True. when we can afford to do it. Mm. Then what's the point? Mm. I always and ask also people, food that you take. Yes. Right? The food that you take, yeah. it's a lifestyle at the Correct, end of the day. It's a lifestyle, right? yeah. Oh, that's good. Now, you have been conducting the corporate training and coaching programs, right? Now, I just curious what's the trend now i mean which group of employees that do your customers send mm. and what is the expectation do they send a uh, top performance only hypo you know, or we mm. talk about have potential but uh, average performance or they send a poor performance alex train them groom them <laughs> i want them to be a corporate athlete yeah okay so this is where we do a lot of truth telling so anybody who listen to this everybody knows that if you're not top performing or you're poor performing you'll be in pip Mm. Performance improvement plan. Okay, anybody that kena performance improvement plan, 
you either you really buck up, miracle happen, or you pandai pandai, you tender your resignation. Mm. Very common. If you ask me about training, what's very typical in company? They still use a very uh, sorry ah, uh, sorry not sorry ah. Uh, this succession planning concept where you have high potential and then these people you have a special budget, you give these people extra, mm. okay? And then the rest of the organization, you give the normal lah, standard lah, mm. right? Maybe eight days of training per year, then everybody just go generic. So guess what, guys? If you give people generic training, people become generic, lor. Right, what do you expect? You give people generic training, you expect them to be miraculously become top performer. There is a lot of research when you put two groups of people, one like top performing student and then one um, the last class. Lah. Let's call it last class. Yeah? Uh, macam akulah uh, dulu. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, class, uh. I also have to admit, are you the students that always say that the back of the class when uh, cikgu uh, in between? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Kita backbencher, backbencher. Uh. Backbencher people who lead the country for tomorrow. <laughs> Future leaders. Venture, future leaders. Future future leaders. Our back ventures are future leaders, right? Yeah. Now, there's a lot of research all around the world. You can just Google it. You can find the research. Top performing class and last performing class, right? And then you switch the label. Mm. You put them into new teacher that don't okay. know. You tell this new group of teacher that this last class student are actually top performing student. Mm-hmm. Research has shown over a period of time, the last class student will perform better, better. than when they were labeled the last class performing mm, one. Mm, mm, mm. So you ask me about organization. If you treat people, you label people as normal performing, they will perform normal. Lah. Average. Lah. Average. Uh, lah. Mm. If you put them as high performance, then they were high performance. Lah. Mm. But who is to say, if you understand the psychology behind it, why don't we treat everybody as top performing? Mm. Right? Just have a culture where our organization have a performing culture. You can remove the word top performing because mm. top performing gives people a lot of stress. So I've always had this debate with a lot of people. We can debate about it. Really against this uh, top employee of the month. Mm. If you go to F&B, uh, sorry, I won't name names. Mm. Uh, you can still see faces. Oh, with the star. Uh, I saw top yeah, performing, yeah. Uh, top uh, performing the, the, the employee counter, of the month. The counter, okay? uh. Now listen to my uh. argument. Uh. Let's say you have 10 staff, 20 staff. Let's exaggerate a little bit. Okay, Top performing this culture, you got only one person, one face you put. Okay, you motivate one, you demotivate 19. School, uh, yeah, another 19. Uh, the, what is the benefit of that? But from the manager perspective, your turn will be on next month. Akan datang if you perform, if you meet your numbers. Then yeah, your picture will be there. Uh, that's that's yeah. how you drive good people away. Uh, that's la. how they you know, consider <laughs> yeah, motivate people, right? But I, I really like that support system. Like, what can we do for them, right? Say, for example, okay, Hypo, we understand. It's an asset of the company. But... Let's say if even you put that um, so-called poor performance or average in a, okay, like average training, right? people resign, resign. But have we ever thought, ask ourselves, what support have we given to them yes. to make them at this stage right now, right? So if we do something to transform them very poor to average, that's an achievement of the company. That's an achievement of the manager, yeah. right? The leadership quality. This is what I wanted to see more and more. But uh, as you say, la, sorry, but not sorry. Uh, that's a reality. <laughs> la, kan? That's a reality. Mm. I mean, Mifong, I think you may have experienced this before. And I've seen both sides of the coin. Number one, I've seen really good performing employee. They change their boss. 
they didn't like how the boss was managing them because the boss was not a leader. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, top performer become non-performer. Oh yeah, I've also seen a. Uh, People who were deemed non-performer because they got a good leader. You are right. They suddenly change. Yes, memang should terus hundred meters. Memang, memang. I I witnessed that uh, yes. in my past experience. Seriously, Can. yes. I I won't be surprised. Yeah. You know, I knowing you, mm. I'm quite sure you inspire. Mm. People like that, but l- I'm still l- learning. You know, I'm a <laughs> lifelong learner in a sense. I, I I think the practical side of this is we cannot be a great leader to everybody, lah. Oh yeah, very definitely. hard, lah. Yeah. Very hard because definitely you only have you can't you hours. can't please everyone. You right? can't please everyone, mm-hmm. and we are not a good match to everybody. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. in coaching, uh, we have this thing called chemistry meet as well. Oh really? Yes. Although we are professional coaches, mm. uh, we are humble enough to say we cannot coach everybody. Oh no, no. Oh, that's how I learned from my coach. He said, "Whether you are coachable or you're not yes. coachable." Yes, I mean, if you talk about the very fundamental, you know, our stars are got aligned or not? You know, <laughs> it could, it could be, it could be my stars and your stars are uh, for no particular yeah. reason. I see your face, you see my face. Uh. I don't like your face. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't have a a checklist uh, to explain it. Uh. Even you are the leader of the year, also I don't like you. I don't yeah. like you, lah. Okay. Yeah. I cannot yeah. force you. Yeah. 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 Listen no, to me. It, 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 it just doesn't happen, mm, right? Mm, so, mm. in a real organizational culture, number one, I want to inspire everybody listening. Anybody can have the potential to turn around. Mm. You just need to learn to engage this person. Listen to understand. Listen. First. Listen. Listen and Correct. to understand, not listen to interject. Some yeah. people listen to interject, but, 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 but. Mm, mm. You, no. Mm. You, you know, you mm. have to be a good leader. You listen. You know, I hear it all the time. When people ask me, hey, Alex, you're a coach. Go in and coach this person. It's problematic. Then when I ask them, so from your own point of view or your own effort, have you really sat down to understand from a soft side, right? Why this person is behaving like that? Mm. Or were you just pre-too-occupied about managing his performance? Or sometimes be very raw about it, managing him out? Oh. When was the last time that you were empathetic? Mm. Listen first. Mm, mm, mm. Do you really know the story behind this? The story behind. So I always have this uh, mindfulness. Thanks for you know reminding me again. As a manager, I want to be fair to everyone. Of course, it's to say that we only have 24 hours. Eh, takkan kita spend 24 hours uh, per day in the office? Eh, their one is not a performance ethic. Yeah. <laughs> Corporate ethic punya ni kan. Mm. So, I try to spend time with this. Okay, this is like, okay, this group can run independently. Okay, mm. let them run. This group need me. This group need me to hold their hand. Mm. So, I do that. Then, from there, I know that, okay, this one can run. Make sure they run properly lah. Mm. This one, okay, almost can run. This one, mm. let run together. Mm. I do that mindfulness. So that, I mean, it's, it's also the satisfactions of the manager as a leader that, wow, you see your team performing well. Even they are, they used to be in the different category. But I made it, I made it bring them yeah. to another level. Yeah. It's just like, everyone have potential. Yes. Everyone can be a corporate athlete, but how the support system, yeah. right? So it, it, that's very important. And it's also for our audience to, Take a step back, like think. <laughs> where are you now as a performance? Are you, have you been like performing? Have you ever take the pause, slow down, yeah, and say no strategically, as Alex said, and uh, talk about high performance uh, pyramid, like what Alex said, physical, of course. Fitness mm. is so important, right? Well, yeah. you're energetic, la, dynamic. This is how people describe, and also emotional part, and how you manage the stakeholders and mental. 
when was the last time you have a break mental yeah. health break yeah. right and also spiritual yeah regardless lah any religion we are in definitely we have a spiritual in our mind as well so i also started meditating you know wonderful yeah i i love that yes. but it's just need to find time to to calm I, down i i always say you make the time because it's as important mm. as your work mm. treat it as your personal kpi so now um Unfortunately, we really, really need to say thank you so much, and uh, I wish to have more time to really deep dive into yeah. this topic because it's like really, really relatable to everyone in the corporate world where we are being measured quarterly, monthly, yeah. sometimes about numbers and about what else KPI about your behavior, attitude, lah, this and yeah. that, right? Yeah. But maybe I have two questions for you, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to go back to high performance pyramid, lah. Talking about physical mm. energy, emotional energy, mental energy, spiritual energy. Where are you now? How do you rate? I rate myself very high on all of it. Oh, then it's not pyramid, lah. Yes, it's um, what is. I okay. It's maybe, become maybe, a pie. Maybe, it's become a pie. Maybe I explain. Ah, uh, uh. explain why I rate myself high, because of this word called lifestyle. Mm. Exercising the the basic one, yeah, I, is, I know you are. Is something that I do all the time. Emotional well being is very very important for me. Emotional and mental. Let's say if I to rank you very high lah, you are very <laughs> mentally strong guy, man. Yeah, I think a key component so people who is working very hard and don't know how to stop is, you ask yourself. If somebody around you that need your time as well, mm. who would those people be? If you were to ask them, you would interview them. How would you like me to use my my time instead of just working very hard? What would they say to you? And be very honest about that conversation. Don't justify. But 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 I'm doing it for you. Don't no no. Just mm. just shut your mouth mm. and listen mm. and ask them why why why. Right, maybe they tell you, yeah, you, you know, there's no point you working so hard. You know, look at your health. That could be one. Yeah, that could be you work so hard. You think it's for us, but you never spend time with me. You know, your daughter, your son, not getting mm. any younger. Mm. It could mm. be your parents. Mm. They're also not getting any younger. When was the last time you visit your parents? You know uh, that kind of question. Correct. Right? Yeah. Right. When was the last time you truly have a conversation? You are right. Not yeah. like you know what well, this one buy already, no, they won't buy already, no. Oh, then, enough lah. Okay, I settle, right? Yeah. Bill and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, rental pay already, no. That mm. that is not a real conversation, mm, 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 right? Mm, mm. Uh, learn to have a KPI for yourself, your performance, well-being. Oh, that's KPI instead of the corporate KPI. Mm. Uh, sorry, bosses, I have my own KPI <laughs> achieve as well. Yes, <laughs> thanks for these few things I learned from you, and also insightful. And thanks for inspiration as well. And I hope that this episode uh, really raise the importance of uh, performance, well-being as yes. well. That's very important. And um, I also learned from you that performance is about lifestyle and mindset. And remember, self care is also the recipe of the success as well. Yes. Thank you so much, and uh, thanks for listening to this episode of uh, Work Around Podcast. This is me, Fong. See you again. Thank you. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to the entire episode, and for that, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave us some comments. Once again, thank you for listening to Work Around Podcast. This is me, Fong.